Welcome in, everyone, to this Bastard Series prediction show. The Red Sox just wrapped up a three-game set against the Texas Rangers, losing two out of three games. They now head home back to Fenway to take on the Chicago White Sox for three games this weekend. I'm your host, Jason Kelly. I'm here with Micah Storms and Terry Cushman. So guys, let's get right into this series, starting with Game 1, Friday night at 7-10, Chris Sale, for the Red Sox, going up against Tukey Toussaint for the Chicago White Sox. Micah, what do you like in game one? I love the name Tukey Toussaint. I just, when he came up with the, I believe I believe it was the Braves. Brave. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, man, if the Red Sox could get a guy like that, even if he's their number five starter, just saying Tukey Toussaint over and over again, I would just love that. But um, he hasn't quite turned into a big league regular but uh for this game i'm just gonna ride the hot start that chris sale had in toronto it's gonna be his last home start i feel like he's gonna be juiced for it so give me the red Sox in game one and with a good chris sale start terry what do you got I think the last uh, Chris Sale start was kind of flukish. You know, some people seem to celebrate that he's back. And I'm like, he's not back if he's throwing a low 90s fastball and all sliders. He's not back. Like, that's just not where we're at. Um, Tukey Tucson has actually pitched uh, pretty well uh, his last three starts. One of them was just a one-inning outing, but... He uh, he gave out just one or two runs in his last start, struck out eight. Man, I'd love to have that. Um, and that's probably not who he is either. But I just I don't I just don't trust Chris Sale. Um, but I I don't trust Tucson either. So give me the Red Sox and uh, probably a high scoring game. I would say, but I think the Red Sox will eke it out. I'm going to take the Red Sox as well. Um, I like this spot for Chris Sale because he's one of those guys that, because of the competitor that he is, he's going to be pissed that the team's officially eliminated, and he's going to be pissed looking at the calendar knowing that this is his penultimate start of the season unless they just shut him down for you know for the last week. So he's going to want to go out there and really deliver, um, especially you know against his former team. I know that was a long time ago, but – Still think he he harbors a little bit of a grudge against the White Sox. So I think he's going to pitch really well. I'm not a big Tukey Toussaint guy. Um, you know, I, I had to look. I couldn't believe he's already 27 years old. It feels like he's been in the league forever. I mean, he came up super young with the Braves and had a lot of promise around him. It's just never really panned out. He's bounced around a couple of different teams. So I don't think that he's any great shakes. I think the Red Sox offense will score enough runs and sale will do his thing. So. I'll take the Red Sox in game one. I didn't even know he was still in the league till we pulled this thing up. I'm like, oh, look, he's still around. Yeah, seriously. He was with the Angels for a little bit. I mean, he's just been kind of all over the place. So, oh, well. Um, game two, Saturday, 4-10 in the afternoon. Nick Pavetta going for the Red Sox against Dylan Cease for the White Sox. Micah, what do you like in game two? Cease has had a super disappointing 2023 uh, if you look at his era it's 4.85 for a guy who it sounded like the white Sox were expecting one or two top prospects you know if you were going to get him 
I don't know if his value is really that good. If you look at his numbers, he's had one year where he was like a Cy Young caliber pitcher. He's a career four ERA guy. I, I, I don't I don't love Cease like many other people do. Um, he's a great strikeout pitcher. Um, he probably will shut down the Red Sox offense in this game. Uh, Nick Pavetta, this feels like a Luis Robert home run game. So I'm going to take Cease, but I'm not on the Cease train. Like I feel like many of uh, Major League Baseball and you know writers and fans are. Terry, some interesting points. I mean, maybe last year was Cease's Rick Porcello year, you know. But um, getting uh, into the matchup now, I th- I'm going to take the Red Sox in Game Two. Um, you know, Pavetta's been pretty pretty steady. You know, giving you five or six innings of just three run ball for the most part. He's his strikeout per nine has been way up this year, and I I just I feel like this Chicago team has been going through the motions uh, for a while now. Um, so I think I think if the Red Sox can just put some runs together. I'd love to get Abreu back in there. Um, but I think the Red Sox will find a way to, to beat Dylan Cease. And I, I think Cease probably just can't wait to get this season over with. I agree with you, Terry. I'm taking the Red Sox in game two as well. Dylan Cease, his last five starts has gone nuclear. He's got an ERA of seven. Opponents are in 284 off of him. Um, he's had a rocky year anyway, but the last five starts in particular, he's just been a complete mess. And I think that you're looking at a situation in Chicago there that is really bad. I think they're just playing out the string. They probably can't wait to hit the golf courses and and just be done with this season. I think Dylan Cease is on that and that boat as well. I don't think that he wants to be there. He's probably praying that he gets traded in the off season. So I don't think that you have a fully dialed in white Sox team. I don't think you have a fully dialed in Dylan Cease. So I think the Red Sox offense can put up some runs. Nick Pavetta just has to be good enough because I, I really do. I think the Red Sox will hit Cease pretty hard. Um, so I'll take them in game two as well. Game three, series finale, Sunday at 135. Cutter Crawford going for the Red Sox, and he's going up against Mike Clevenger for the White Sox. Micah, who do you got? Clevenger would be a guy that I really wanted the Red Sox to get if he just wasn't such a mess off the field because you look at his numbers, his last three starts, seven innings, six innings, nine innings, and he's given up three earned runs in those three starts. So he's on quite a run. Um, Crawford's my guy, but at home, I, I got to see him have a good start at home before I pick him. So I'm, I'm going to pick the White Sox and Clevenger. Uh, for the White Sox to take two out of three um, at Fenway. Sorry. I will also pick the White Sox in game three. Um, Clevenger does have a mutual option with the White Sox next year for, I think, $12 million, But it's essentially, I mean, he's pitching for a contract, and he's actually had a, a pretty good season uh, pitching to a uh, ERA of 3.42. Um, his strikeout per nine uh, is up a little bit. Yeah, he's got... Oh, no, looking at the wrong year. So it is up from last year, almost a full run. But 
probably, yeah, it is a little bit below his uh, career average, but it has been a little bit of a resurgence and, you know, he's in his early to mid thirties and he's looking to stay in the game. So I, I think he's got a lot of incentive to try to close out this year strong. The only thing that gives me a little bit of pause his last start, he pitched, he pitched a complete game and sometimes your start after that isn't great. Um, and we saw that last year with Waka and it's just a pattern I, I notice across the league. When when anyone throws a complete game, their next start is five innings with probably four or five earned. So we'll, we'll see how much he has in the tank, uh, you know, compared to five days ago. But but he's probably exceeded a lot of ex- expectations this year. And uh, I think this is uh, Chicago's best chance to win a game. Yeah, I mean, I certainly can't pick this Red Sox team to sweep anybody, uh, not even the lowly White Sox at this point. So um, I'm going to take the White Sox in game three as well. Clevenger is having a really good season. Um, I think that he'll outduel Cotter Crawford, who I still don't trust pitching at home. Uh, the only one uh, glimmer of hope for the Red Sox is that Clevenger has pitched at Fenway just once, and it didn't go well. Uh, gave up five runs on seven hits only lasted three innings. My guess is that's when he was pitching for Cleveland. Um, so it was a little bit ago, but maybe Fenway Park is a tough ballpark for him to pitch in and maybe the bats you know, can get to him. But I just think Clevenger, he's had a very good second half. Um, he's also, like you guys said, he's pitching to find a new home somewhere. He certainly doesn't want to be back in Chicago. So I think he's motivated because of that. So I think he'll just out to O'Connor Crawford and White Sox will take game three. So, so we will wrap here on that. Um, keep an eye out Friday. We've got a very special episode coming your way with a very special guest. So you definitely don't want to miss that one. And then the weekend crew will have you guys Monday morning to recap this White Sox series. So everyone have a great weekend. Well, hang on. I'll let the cat out of the bag just a little bit because this oh, yeah. isn't going to air until uh, probably 2 p.m. is when I set it for. So we have the guest is going to be a player that was with the Red Sox and was an integral part of, of winning a championship. So that's what you have to look forward to. Uh, I'm glad it's going to be a Friday morning release instead of a Saturday morning release. Cause it always depends on whether, you know, the, the series wraps on, on Wednesday versus Thursday. So, um, so You'll have a nice, uh, nice treat for your Friday morning. And it was a very entertaining interview. So there you go. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's definitely a can't miss episode. So keep your eyes out for that. And uh, everyone have a great weekend. Take care.